Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned in purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, friend. We are so excited to have you join us today on the Business Reboot Podcast. We have my incredible friend, Retha, here to talk to us and share with us so much insight about time management in your business. But first, I wanted to tell you about today's sponsor, and that is the SP Circle. It's not too late to join the SP Circle, and let me tell you what it is and why you need to be a part of it. The SP Circle is an incredible product line that that delivers resources that serve as a daily reminder of your goals and where your mindset needs to be to achieve them. Consistency is your key to untapped potential and unlimited success in both your personal and professional lives. And if you're ready to take your life to the next level, join the loving community of like-minded business beauties at the SP Circle. You can find out more information at thespcircle.com. Welcome, Rita. We're so excited to have you here. Yes. Hello. She's joining us all the way from Birmingham, Alabama, and she is typing on her phone while we're trying to talk to her on this very <laughs> professional and prestigious platform that we Listen, have. This is not going to go well. This is not going to be able to go out if you keep calling me out when I'm doing very business-like things. Listen, but the focus, it's the focus really is what Listen, we're trying to do. I had to mute that when we first came on because Boomer was hacking. I was like, good God, what else can go wrong with this podcast today? Here's what I want y'all to know, people, all y'all people out here listening to this. This is day two of having to record this podcast because technology was not our friend. And then... We this is try to because Melissa couldn't get her ish together in the intro. Now they made me cuss, that? y'all. They yeah. made me cuss, and I am not trying to get an e next to our Listen, name. Rita telling all the stuff. She's she <laughs> is telling all the stuff. This is right. She's telling the truth. <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay, Rita. Thanks for being here. You're so great. Everyone I'm so excited here to be fun. here. Yay. Okay. <laughs> First things first, let's tell you how we know Retha. So Retha and I met in, did we decide what year that was? I think we decided it was 15. To 2015, yes. we were both on the same speaking docket for a, a community that we served of female entrepreneurs in creative industries. Corey was a part of that too. And yep. we didn't know each other then, nope. but we were all a part of the same thing. Um, and Retha and I both spoke on the same day, I think, and maybe it wasn't the same day, but it was the same weekend. And at the end of the conference, we found ourselves kind of in a hot tub surrounded by a bunch of people. And we looked at each other and we were like, I think we're going to be friends. And then next thing we knew, everybody was gone. And it was just us sitting there and we kept talking and it turned into conversations about faith and conversations about hard times and poverty and like just hard things. It was me sitting in the gym parking lot for an hour and a half, pretending I was going to go in and do some work as Retha was an hour behind me on central time. Um, getting herself ready to go into an office and um, just the stories that we have and the way that we've seen each other's lives change in the last, how many years is that? A long time um, has been so cool. So cool. She is one of the most resilient and collected women that I know. She serves clients and capacities um, that would just blow your mind. She's a life coach. She's a business coach. Um, she has so many offers that she's got out there that just change people's lives. And we're so excited to talk to you today about something that you are an authority on. She came and talked at our business reboot retreat this past September about time management and fake busy. And 
you're going to love today's episode. That was the no. nicest intro. Like, Look you at, are so sweet. Look at I know. That. It's like we weren't cussing can, at each other about she six can minutes be. ago. <laughs> okay. She can okay. be. Okay. Okay. It's something. It's something. That's rude. That's rude. So, yeah. Okay. So, we've got some questions for Retha that we think will be really helpful to everybody, especially because we're getting ready to go into the holidays. And um, here's the deal, entrepreneurs. You cannot, will not do not create well with no rest. You don't create well with no schedule. You don't create well with no boundaries. And today we're talking about time. And especially as we're getting ready to close out a year of books, end quarter four, start quarter one, like time management is going to be your best friend or your biggest enemy. And so that's what we want to talk about today. So I'm going to ask the first question, Rita. Um, what do you say when an entrepreneur says they're too busy? Like they don't have time to do the things uh, they need to do to move the needle in their business. Uh, we we came up with this question first because this was something that you hit on at the Reboot Retreat. And it like like stopped stop the, the air movement in the room. I mean, like what you said and how you answered that was so spot on. And all of us needed to hear exactly what you shared that day. Um, and that was some of the feedback that we actually got from some of the ladies was your talk was so impactful to the way that they look at scheduling their days. So would you speak a little to that? So your question is, what would I say if someone said they didn't have enough time or that they were so busy? I would say lies. You just <laughs> lying to yourself. I, I, you know, I would start off by saying this. I think in your show notes, there's a gif of Candy from Escape, but when she was on Real Housewives of Atlanta, and there's a gif of her like going lies, lies, lies. I send that to clients all the time. Um, my, if you are a client, my three favorite gifts are that one, Rihanna rolling up her window. I send that one all the time when I'm like, I'm, I'm to um, and there's a little girl sliding down a slide backwards and she waves by. I send that one. Like that's my goodbye. Um, see, I'm more of an angry hairbrush waving little girl <laughs> where she's mad at everybody. That's mine. Like that's where I go. So I, those are my go-tos, but I, I would say lies and here's why. God is all knowing. And he gave 24 hours in a day. If you look at it as the person creating how much time people have, right? Just step out of yourself and look, he gave 24 hours. That's a lot of hours, right? If somebody asked you to stay up for 24, you would see that that's a lot of hours. And in that you need to rest, right? So you can go run the gamut, but the minimum is six, the max is 10 or 12, right? So then that leaves you a whole lot of hours left to work. And so the reason that I say lies is because in that time when you are busy and y'all can't see me, I'm putting that in air quotes because it's fake busy. When you were busy, you were doing a lot of other things that don't move the ball. And so I like to go ahead and be upfront and say that that's lies. And then to get you to see that it's a lie, let's talk about what you do in a day. Let's talk about what time you wake up. Listen, there are some people who don't wake up till eight. What the hell? What, what, you, <laughs> what, what are you doing with your life? Yes. What, what do yes. you do? Why are you waking up at that? And the first thing they're going to say is, well, I didn't go to bed until midnight. Why? 
Why are you doing that to yourself? Remember that 24? Remember those hours? Your brain is done. You think you're working, but you're not. So anyway, so I start there with what are you doing in a day? Um, Because it's a lot of tasks that aren't helping you, that aren't moving the ball. And then it could kind of take me into a time where we go, oh, you're doing a lot of the 80. Right. So if you are a business owner or a CEO, you should be on an 80 20. The 20 percent is what moves the ball. The 80 percent, I'm sure someone else could do. But you're doing a lot of that because you feel that you need to. You're doing a lot of it because you're fearful. You're doing a lot of it to waste time. You won't eat the elephant first because, you know, you you're scared. And so digging through all of that is how you figure out how people are wasting their time. So it's a lot, Corey, initially, let's just say that. it's a lot. I love that. Right. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Okay. So we talked a lot at the retreat about planning ahead, which is exactly what the SP Circle is. Will you tell us just a little bit about SP Circle, how you came up with it? And then why, like, talk to us about why it's important to plan ahead for business growth. And I know that question is really broad because somebody, some people can't even plan ahead for their daily life, but why, especially when it comes to being at the end of the year, wrapping things up, putting a bow on them, you know, getting ready to breathe into a bag with taxes and then starting a whole new year, like how, or tell, tell us why it's important to plan. Because you want margin. That's what you're searching for. Everybody is searching so hard for margin and planning gives you margin. The reason that people don't plan is because they say they don't know how, or, you know, my favorite is I'm just not a planner. Oh, shut up. Like, <laughs> it's just like, Great you don't have to be a planner to schedule your day, put some structure around it. And so Words are important. So if you notice, if you if you heard me say shut up and you got offended because you have said that, that I'm not a planner, then words are important. I'll use a different word. How can we structure your days better so that you get more out of it? People get really hung up on words. And so planning is sometimes a fearful word for people. So let's use structure. Let's use design. You know, y'all creatives, y'all like those words. Let's use design. Uh, design your day. Um, but SP Circle came um, at a very different time in my life. I was uh, wanted to be married so bad, got married really early, and we ended up getting a divorce. And I was divorced with two small children, um, they are. They were three and five. They are now eighteen and sixteen. Lord. Oh, it kills me. Oh, um, uh, but they are Melissa's favorites. But she won't come get them. I mean, I don't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were three and five, and I, um, I needed to find margin. I needed to structure my day to get things done, and and as a way to not be so depressed and devastated about where. I thought my life was headed. And so out of that came, how do I do that? Let me see what I could do. And I would do three to five things on Sunday. SP and SP Circle stands for Sunday planning. I would do that on Sunday to plan for my week. And so that hour on a Sunday adds so much margin 
to your days and your weeks and it helps you. And so that's how it started. And so I say to clients, I say online um, every Sunday, it's time to do your Sunday planning plan, get three to five things done that will give you some margin throughout the week. So for me, my things have pretty much stayed the same. They fluctuate a little bit, but I've planned my outfits from then on. Every Sunday, I, I knew Sunday I was wearing this. This is Carrie Underwood. Y'all can't see it, but it's cute. Um, <laughs> it's cute. From Dick. It's cute. Um, so I knew that I was wearing this. I, I've done that for years. What You would not believe the amount of time you are wasting standing in your closet saying, what am I going to wear today? Oh, the weather is this. Oh my gosh, I love this. And now I can't wear it anymore. Now you spend 15 minutes texting your friend about how depressed you are that you got fat. Like... <laughs> All of that is a waste of time and in the morning. Whereas if you waste that time on Sunday, tell her how fat you are on Sunday, then on Thursday, you just put that on and move on, right? You're not wasting time there. So I plan my outfits. Um, I plan the meals. And listen, we're not talking about keto and I'm not gluten and I don't do none of that. Melissa knows that. I just write down meat, side, veggie just to better structure how things will happen so that the chicken comes out because it's on the refrigerator and we're not coming home and nobody has taken anything out and then we're not eating all of that. Um, and then I, I am on social media for business. This is a podcast for business owners, not planning your social until the day that you write it is not healthy. You are not creating value because on Tuesday, when you have plans to write about how good your business is, but then the dog got out and then the third grader couldn't find his shoes and you had to rush him to school. And now you want to restart, but uh, Melissa or Corey wants me to post because I'm supposed to do that to promote my business. Now I'm not in the mindset to do that. Well, if you had done that on Sunday, it could automatically go out using one of the many scheduling systems and you would still be marketing. If Chick-fil-A waited until the day CBS told them to turn in their ads, do you think they would be as professionally done? Would that cow even be there? Would they have that red couch where they sit and tell the tear-jerking <laughs> stories? None of that would happen if it's last minute. So I do that. Um, and then... I, oh, I look at my schedule because everybody doesn't like Monday. It's a blue Monday or the Monday scaries or all of that cute names that we give things that we're fearful of, which is dumb by the way. But all of that happens because you she don't. judging. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it is because all of that comes because you couldn't take five minutes and look at what your week is going to bring. You you were like somebody has basketball practice and I took the chicken out and now we're not even going to eat it. You know why that happened? Cause you didn't look at your schedule and say, no one's home on Tuesday. So everybody's on their own. Or you didn't look at your schedule and see, Oh, I have a very important meeting Thursday morning. I should write in my calendar sometime on Monday or Tuesday to prepare for that. So that's the whole reason that you look at your schedule both personally and professionally. So that's simple, right? That took, depending on how well you get at it, it could take anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour, but it adds margin to your life. Right, mm -hmm. right, absolutely. And it 
I think that people feel like if they are going to plan, it has to be this really heavy task. It has to be something that's going to take a really long time when really we sit in the paralysis of it more often than not. And so you're, you're talking about three things that some people would say, but social media takes eight hours or whatever. And I'm like, no, you just plan it out and get it done. Plan it out and get it done. Plan it out and get it done. Yeah. Well, and I did the outfit idea years ago when I was teaching outside of the home. Um, I was a classroom teacher and had, you know, three kids and I was responsible. Kevin was a drill instructor. So he was basically non-existent in our lives. And so I was in charge of getting everybody up out the door and in my classroom by like 7.15 in the morning. And so we did, I used to do that. And I still, to my, to this day, do it for myself. I would lay out all three girls, like five outfits for all of them. So then there was none of that. Well, how do you get your kids, you know, dressed and out the door? Well, first of all, they don't have an option. Like that's how I run my house. Secondly, like they have five outfits, pick one. Like we're not going through, I don't want to wear that today. That doesn't feel good. No, no, no. This is how we do our day. And I will say that you will you will relinquish a lot of your own stress and time wasting as well as the the angst that you have as a mom trying to get out the door or trying to get your kids out the door so you can come back home and work. If you will also apply that to, you know, how you prepare on Sunday for your kids. Same thing with you were talking about like basketball practice. Well, we had dance. So make sure all the dance stuff was together. Like if you're waiting until the day or the moment that it has to happen, you've already lost the race. Like it just, you just lost. I mean, you're making life way more difficult than it has to be. That's a huge thing for moms. So if you are a mom business owner, single mom or married, if that's the greatest gift you can give your kids is some form of responsibility. And so giving them a way to take care of themselves is good what, get them an alarm clock. Let them wake up on their own. You don't know. We spend so much time waking them up that we don't know that maybe if Johnny woke himself up, he'd be a better person than if I woke him up. Maybe if he got to flutter around his room on his own because he woke himself up, his clothes are right there to get him dressed. When he comes downstairs, he's not miserable. Like I, I'm, I'm a huge my boys, since Sunday planning, that's what they do. They On Sunday, they have to do a minimum of three things. It's, it's a must because I'm like, Corey, and this is my house. You must get your clothes together. You must look at your schedule and see what you have, if it's extracurricular, if it's test, if any of that. And you must get your lunch together, your dry ingredients. You must do it because the mornings can go haywire. And at least you'll be that prepared. Mm-hmm. Right. And it doesn't have to be these three things. Like you can, you pick your own three oh, things, your whatever own works five things, thing. whatever. I mean, if you are somebody who, if you have a business and you have employees and you know that you're spending 20 minutes a day in line at Starbucks, getting a coffee and say you're never showing up till, I don't know, eight thirty nine o'clock, order yourself a coffee pot, order yourself an espresso machine, like whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But but make it so that you're making it beforehand or you're taking it there um, and you're having it there so that it's ready for you. Like it can be anything. It's whatever productivity things that you can plan for that you can put in place so that it's going to make you more productive when it's time to get the work done is, is really like bottom line key here. Time management to stop fake and busy. And also like, I'm going to, I'm just going to say it because I will throw everybody in, um, entrepreneurship right now, especially with social media, media playing such a huge part. 
But if you are like Generation TikTok, where you will end up on a scroll forever and ever and ever, we, I'm going to just say it, I'll call every entrepreneur out. If we're not careful, we will turn our, I'm just looking for inspiration. I'm just looking for this. You know, uh, we'll turn it into um, excuses for absorbing content instead of creating it. <laughs> it yeah. is us, you know, so mind your social time, mind mind your, um, your actual real work time, because we uh, can't. We can't take on more. We can't open up our our doors for more people inside of our individual containers or buying more products or creating more things if we're spending our time on things that really like one, we could dedicate and give to somebody else, delegate, um, or that are just like time sucks, totally just a time suck. Um, okay. So last question is if you have like three time management or productivity hacks for an entrepreneur, which I hate like the world of hacks because it makes it seem like it's easy. It's just, you just do these things and then it's, it's going to be super easy. But what are, what are the top three things that you would say really change things in your business when you implemented them? Obviously we know that Sunday planning is something you've been doing forever and love that you've now given general public access to that. But what are a couple other things that you do every day um, or every week that really change your business and your time management? Um, so because Melissa is my friend, I'm going to say this, like, send me that question beforehand. Now I got to come on the fly with I you. I asked you, see, see, here's the deal. As I said, do you need questions? And you said, oh, no, gosh. see, that's what happened. That's I said, I asked, see, I'm trying to be professional. I it's am professional a professional. Podcast. So I'm going <laughs> to give you three things. That's right. But I just wanted y'all to know the level of friendship that we have here. <laughs> Listen, see, I just tell her you got to work it out. And that's my um, exactly. That's, my that's what she said. <laughs> um, I want to say, uh, okay, so first is um, go to bed. Like, stop playing. I mean, that's number one. Go to bed. Um, that sounds so simple. But when you are building a business, um, you do, y- your rest gets out of whack. And so um, I don't want that to be normal um, for you or regular. And so when you are building something and you're in a season and and maybe you've built it, but now you're leveling up or maybe you've built it and now you're about to launch something new. It does not matter. Go to bed. So did you hear me? Whether you're building it, you just started it out, you are going to the next level or you're launching something, be strict with your time and go to bed. Because even if you're not a morning person, I'm saying all the things, all the excuses that you give yourself, even if you're not a morning person, your body, you didn't create it. Somebody else did. So the person that created your body knew that rest and hydration were best for it. So you can believe whatever you want, but rest and hydration are good, so go to bed. That's number one. Number two, um, do a brain dump. There are songs in your head that will live there forever. We can't get them out. We we still remember our first phone number. Uh, We remember our (laughs) childhood address. Like you remember Curtis, you know, your seventh grade boyfriend and what he had on when he came up. His name was Craig. Okay. His name was Craig. Listen, (laughs) 
You remember that, right? So those are things that are in our head that we can't forget. The longer you live, the more long-term memory you will have. And so your short-term gets smaller and smaller. So the way to help yourself is to, at minimum, do a weekly brain dump. Just dump it all out. And it's not a to-do list. I didn't say that. I said a dump. What's the difference, Retha? The difference is, is that you may start off with a list and then you may write a paragraph of just a big thought that you've been having or a big idea that you've had. And then you may go back to list format and it may be personal things and professional. Don't worry about any of that. Just get it all out. Do that weekly because that helps you to be more clear and clarity in business is what you need. When you going back to Melissa saying you consume so much, right? On all the social medias, whatever it is, that consumption clouds you and you need to be clear. And so weekly brain dumps really, um, really help you to be clear. So I would, that's a big time management thing. Um, that I preach about is doing a weekly brain dump. Mm-hmm. We have uh, so many uh, tabs in our Google Doc where Corey's <laughs> like, we need a brain dump for that. I'm like, we have 17 brain dumps. She's like, what well, was in the is in the podcast brain dump? I'm like, which brain dump? We have 83 of them. We, we, it, we are a wall of sticky notes of brain dump. But it's the truth. If you don't get it out, you lose it. And especially a, a conversation that we have all the time is, um, what did I just say? That's what we said. What did I say? Yeah. Yeah, And if I don't write it down, I'm never going to remember. That's why podcasting was so much of an easier decision for us than blogging, because when it comes out of my mouth, it might be eloquent and it might be amazing. And it might be the most incredible thing that anybody's ever heard, except for I'm only going to remember I said it one time. So you better just record it right now. You better write it down or you (laughs) better record it. Right, right. Yeah. Love that. Brain dump is a good thing. And, And listen, don't. When you're brain dumping, that doesn't mean do it today, do it tomorrow. It has to be done. It doesn't even mean that it has to be done ever. Some stuff is not a good idea. It looked good and it sounded good at the time, but get it out. And later, as you flush through it, you may go, oh, that's dumb. I shouldn't do that. That, (laughs) That was fun. Well, and I also have found with brain dumps is that when you have a dry spell, like if you're trying to create content or you're trying like, oh, I just need a little inspiration. If I go back to those brain dumps, I've gone back like three years in some of my brain dumps. Now, they might have been on a sticky note or a Google Doc or wherever, but I'll like scrounge them up, open a, a journal and there, there it is. But I will tell you that some of those ideas are like gold now yeah. because I've had time to reflect. I've had time to maybe grow a little in my business or grow personally. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to circle back around. Cause like you said, sometimes those ideas are dumb. Like they were dumb then they're dumb now. Doesn't matter. But some of them are like, man, that was a good idea. I forgot. I thought about that. And then you can start implementing some of those things into the, the life and the business that you have now that you weren't ready for back then when that thought came to you, but with maturity and wisdom and time, Oh, you know what? I might need to include this now. So yeah, I that's love that the key. idea. Like, this isn't my podcast, it's hers, but I just want to mention this. Like, don't like rewind that part and hear Corey say that again, because sometimes 
You need to grow in wisdom and depth and a lot of things in order for that idea to be good and be all that you want it to be. So when you are brain dumping and you're getting it out, it's good so that you can have it in six, nine, 12 months or one, two, three, four years when it will now work. The other thing is, I, that the same is for ideas. An idea now may not work until later, but at least you have some groundwork of what the idea was. Because if you think that everybody that's doing something now just came up with that right now, no. Sunday planning, I started when my oldest children were three and five and I was divorced. Listen, they are 18 and 16 and that didn't become a product until 2019. Mm -hmm. It was an idea, but I didn't know how I, I didn't. Well, first of all, I didn't even think that it should be a product until 2017. And then it became something tangible in 19. So write it down. Don't be afraid to brain dump. It's a beautiful thing. I love that. Right. Right. Love I love it. that. Uh, you got anything else for us, Rita? Anything else? Any last minute nugget wisdom people can just take with them? So I was going to say this when Melissa was talking about social. And I think it's good to mention because entrepreneurs have, it's the way to market, right? And so comparison is the thief of the joy. And the joy is why you got started in this business. And the joy is what's in your heart. Joy is different from happy. That's a whole nother thing. But there's a time for everything. So Melissa said, you consume and you look for inspiration. And I want to say, that's a good thing. Where you go wrong in that is not having defined success for yourself first. So I don't know any coach that would come on here and not give y'all some homework. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give y'all homework. Yes. The homework that I want to give you and to turn into your coach, or whether it be Melissa or Corey, is what does success for you? Every industry is different and every industry in itself defines success for the industry. But I'm a coach. And so in the coaching industry, success is to have coaches under you and have this big conglomerate and all of that. But I'm going to tell y'all right now, I got three kids. I don't want no coaches. I'm good. I I don't don't want nobody. (laughs) That's exactly what we said. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I have no desire for that. So success for me is completely different but I've defined it. And if I'm telling you to to be honest with it, I define it every quarter because seasons change. And what success looked like for me when these boys that I am mothering were little is completely different now that two of them are almost gone. Praise God. Listen, they leave me. Won't he do it? Won't he do it, Rita? Come on in, Jesus. Get him out of here. So success looks different. And you have to define that for yourself, because if you don't, as you consume, and y'all want to be cute and and say you're doing it for inspiration. So as you look for inspiration, (laughs) as you do that, if you are doing it and you haven't defined success, then you want to do that. And you want to do that. 
Then you want to do this over here, right? You just keep wanting to do things. And a coach can help you tailor that, but what are they tailoring it for? If you don't know what success is for you. I had a client come to me years ago and she said, okay, I know I want to make $100,000. I said, for what? What you want to make that for? And she was like, well, I don't know, Rita, but I mean, it sounds good. Well, I mean, me being a size four sounds good, but I like cake. I mean, what are we talking about? Right, so right. You have to really define it because if you don't tell money where to go, it's going to go somewhere. It's, 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 it's gone. Listen, mm-hmm. if you don't know nothing else, listen to me. I have been broke to broke before. Melissa knew me did. I was broke. I know. Okay? We were putting, pushing thumbtacks so, on that roof on that car. <laughs> you know, you know. I was broke. <clears throat> so you have to define your success. Do that. If you define your success, you'll be way more successful than you ever thought you could be. Mm-hmm. Because right. you're doing it with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Not the purpose that you started the business, the purpose for yourself. Mm-hmm. So if I leave you with that, that's that if you ask me what I want to leave you with, that's what I want to leave you with. I want you to do that homework. I want you to write down what success looks like for me and divide that paper in half. This is what it looks like for me personally. This is what it looks like for me professionally. Mm-hmm. You'll be way mm-hmm. more successful if you take time and really do that task. Mm-hmm. Then you and know where you're headed. Right. Right. And right. it's going to help you manage your time better because you yeah. have a focus. You have a reason for the, the work that you're doing. I feel like <clears throat> entrepreneurship in the last several years has been overcome with, I need to know my why. I need to know my why. And and I appreciate that. Don't get me wrong. I feel like there are days where I'm like, I need to understand why I'm doing this or I'm going to lose my mind and mm-hmm. I'm tired of hearing people. And I mean, all the things that we can have just because you love a job, just because you're aligned with the work you're doing doesn't mean you don't have hard days. But I think that the whole, you know, remember your why that ends up becoming this trump card for like um, any any kind of um, veering off of the path that you had in mind. When truthfully, what Rita just said was that you can change your mind. Success changes Mm -hmm. like, you know, we we talk about that a lot, um, just about how you are the one running and steering the ship. And if you change your mind and this particular thing no longer looks like what you were hoping it would, when you get there, like divert course, go to something else. But um, if you can define what success is for you, it's going to help you manage your time a lot better. Rita, thank you so much for being on here. Even though that mouth, that mouth though, see, is really, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to have her back. I could not show up without the mouth. It's uh, no, it's part of it. It's part of it. So um, we hope this has been amazing for you. And um, Rita, can you tell us where we can get more information about you, where people can purchase the journals and planners? Yes. Because we all have them I have and they're journal. incredible. It's phenomenal. I use it every single day. I love it. I am, I love Instagram the most. So I am at Rita Nicole and Nicole is spelled with an H because my mom loved me more. She wanted me to have to explain that every time. So <laughs> it's N-I-C-H-O-L-E. Um, but yeah, I'm at Rita Nicole on all socials. I just like Instagram the most. Um, that's where I do the most work. Um, and then my company is Hill Ridge Coaching and Consulting. So my website is hillridgeco.com. You can uh, leave an email there if you want to chat. But 
I am in my DMs personally, so you can come on Instagram. And then SP Circle is the SP Circle, and um, we have journals, we have notebooks, we have notepads. I understand that everyone is different. So the first product in 2019 was just a journal. But then we know that people are different. So you can get a notepad that's just for Sunday planning. You can get a weekly calendar notepad and, and I want you to brain dump. So I have notebooks and it's a lot, but it's all meant to help you be better. I love that so much. Listen, the last thing I'll say, because this wouldn't be me. I say this on every single podcast is this is the only life you get. This isn't a dress rehearsal for something else. You don't, you're not standing in for Sarah. This is it. And so take advantage of every breath of every minute. Do the thing, insert boundaries, manage your time, let joy live in your life. And the only way to do that is for you to believe that this is the only life you get. So believe that. I love that. Thank you so much, Ritha, for sharing that. That is the way, uh, a great way to, to end this. And one more quick reminder before we close out is that we want to let you know that we have our Business Reboot Mastermind starting January 4th, and we still have just a few seats open, and we would love to have you join us and sign up for, to support your business in 2023. This mastermind is six full months of mindset strategy work, and it's all aimed at helping you grow your business, align yourself with purpose, make more money, and have more time building a life you love because as Rita said this is not a dress rehearsal you don't get a do-over uh, so you can find out more at our website at thebusinessreboot.com you can also slip into our dms on instagram at business reboot again go to our website click on the mastermind tab and you can apply there we cannot wait to welcome you in thanks we are so excited for you uh, that you joined us this week thanks so much Rita, for uh coming on and being a podcast guest for sharing all of your wisdom and your knowledge and your fabulous sense of humor uh we appreciate it so much she gets that from me because i'm part of it really <laughs> it's me <laughs> I love taking it. credit I love it. taking credit <laughs> that's right okay have a great day y'all <laughs>